Hey Fades, DM Brad here. Thank you for joining us for the final installment of our Surge story. Unfortunately, due to a technical issue, the nearly two-hour recording of this final episode had been lost forever. Gone, apparently. Uh, Haydet decided one of his knowledge demons needed it more than we did. Darn you knowledge demons. You and your insatiable thirst for great D&D content. Uh, so this episode is my feeble attempt to recap the events that took place in that game. It leaves the Surge story at a very pivotal point in the overall Fate of Ice and story arc, and it was an incredibly fun and funny session, so I'm really sorry you don't get to hear it the way we intended. If anybody has any questions about how the Surge story fits in with the Resistance and other stories going on in Ison, please check out the wiki ison.fandom.com or drop us a line on one of our many social outlets uh, because we would love to tell you all about it and fill in any blanks. Alrighty, now the recap of what happened last time and then into the summary of the lost episode. Last time, Kydron Rad and Sasha fought and defeated a purple unicorn named Bracken on a floating stone path in the realm of dreams. They then fumbled their way through solving a riddle which activated a golden portal. On the other side of the portal they came face to face with Freylin, the butterfly queen, goddess of dreams and fate. She greeted them and answered some of their questions about the world and the upcoming surge. When asked what will happen now that Sasha and her draconic blood has returned to the world after thousands of years, Freylin said even the gods don't know. Freylin answered the group's questions and revealed that Gilif, the immortal dark representative of Krover the god of power, fears and despises dreams because of their ability to help mortals overcome their fears and fight for what they believe in. She said that many centuries ago she ensured that her followers kept the dream hearts safe from Gilif until the time came for grander plans to come to fruition. She told the heroes that she has been using her power to subtly nudge and guide brave adventurers to return the god hearts to their spiritual resting places all over Ison. It had seemed imminent that the surge would arrive with no wielders to claim it, which would cause yet another extinction-level cataclysmic event and set back the goddess's plans even further. Freyland said that never in Ison's history have all the god hearts been rested at any one time, and she hopes that doing so may grant the collective gods the strength to stand against Krover and end the surge, and perhaps end Gilif, once and for all. She suggested that there may not be enough time to get Kailani, the nine-year-old wielder in the hero's company, to the wellspring of Harrig before the surge arrives. She recommended finding a way to teleport, although she had no clear way of helping them do this. Freylin then gave the heroes each a powerful artifact called a Dream Speaker, a necklace that allows the wearer the ability to meet and speak with any living creature who will let them enter their dreams. She also offered an upgrade to their Balentia Stones, which will now allow them to each cast the sleep spell once per day. And as a final favour, she offered to help them get out of their current predicament with the army of ice methods and ice golems surrounding their bodies in the material realm. Rad, Kydron, and Sasha stepped through the golden portal and found no time had passed in the frozen continent, and they were still in the midst of the attacking army. The icy creatures all at once collapsed into a deep slumber, much to the surprise and confusion of Kailani and Makariri, the frost giant. 
They briefly relayed what had happened to them and their now missing companion Cloud before climbing onto Makariri's back and racing northward toward the frozen canyons. Makariri leapt over the tops of the canyons with a few near misses and an amazing rope trick by Rad to keep everyone from plummeting 300 feet to the canyon floor. When the sun was setting, they made camp and Kaidron created a tiny hut for them to safely rest. Rad tried his dream speaker necklace and entered the dreams of Jarl, the brother and suspected murderer of Rad's childhood friend Bront. Jarl was in utter shock and disbelief to hear from Rad after he had been framed for the murder and fled from Tyrannus so many years ago. During Sasha's turn on watch, she witnessed Makariri outside the hut, effortlessly fending off a pair of giant furred snakes. In the morning, Makariri presented the snakes to his friends, who skinned them for their extremely valuable fur, and cooked them to put a warm meal in their stomachs before continuing toward the northern shore. They reached the end of the frozen canyons and Makariri slid down the cliff's edge, safely returning the heroes to the ground. He let Rad and Kaidron experience the euphoric feeling of his piece of the communal heart, before saying goodbye and returning to his tribe. The group trudged across the frozen plains to the shore where the makeshift dock battered by the tumultuous waters of the Sea of Magus waited. One of the small timber shacks had smoke rising from the chimney so they tentatively announced their presence. The door opened and out came two familiar faces, La, the elderly cartographer who had arrived on the same ship on her mission to map the northeastern tip of the continent, and Jarif, one of the sailors who had been tasked with guarding her. Jarif told them that the other two sailors, Bandy and Sandar, had been killed a few nights ago when their camp had been set upon by Mephits in the night. Sasha and Kaidron spent the rest of the day teaching Kailani a number of spells, all of which she mastered after a few attempts, including Kaidron's Thunderstep teleportation spell. They slept, and after an uneventful night, awoke to the sound of sailors yelling, and the old dirty cudgel, Captain Ford's merchant ship that brought them to Magus two weeks earlier, mooring at the dock, ready to return the heroes to the mainland. We ended the session with a scene in which Arathus Moonsword, aka Cloud, appeared somewhere dark with thick, heavy smoke filling the night air. He coughed and waved the blinding haze out of his eyes. When he regained his senses, he realised he recognised the walls of the city of Dasarin, his home. He had not seen his home in over a decade, and now it was burning. He navigated his way around the outside of the tall bamboo walls and found the city gates decimated and gaping. He heard screams, men, women and children. He hesitated for only the briefest of moments before muttering, I cast Guidance, and charge into the flames. And that's where we are at. Uh, Cloud is back on his homeworld of Elysia, and the boat is here to take our heroes back home to the mainland, and hopefully in time to get Kailani to the search. Will sailing be enough, or will they have to find a magical means of getting to the wellspring of Harrig? 
I want to give a big round of applause and thank you to the players who have been part of this campaign. Uh, it's Craig Savage, Gerard Papu, Oliver Probert, Carl Anderson, and Jules Bergeser. If you lovely listeners want to hear from these players and their characters some more on the podcast, make sure to let me know. Uh, the Surge campaign will continue off the air, and these characters and their adventures will be absolutely vital to the fate of Ison. I mean, come on, people, they literally met the god of fate and learned that they are part of a celestial plan to alter the world of Ison forever. And, of course, a big smacko thankaroonie to our Patreon supporters, Alex White Robinson, Person Who Wants to Stay Anonymous, Robert Baldino, Irene Coochie, Laura Christine Goodman, James Blyce, Sajia Hodgkins, Laura Douglas, Mel Ziggler, Roger Alphamata, Sam Malcolm, Kydron Faust, Laura Flake, Kai Love, and Rihanna Kavelsik. I like your spirit. You got mad pizzazz. If anybody else wants to learn how to have mad pizzazz too, you should definitely check out our reward tiers over at patreon.com slash fateofison. Totes wicked. You could support the show for as little as a dollar a month. And don't forget to hit us up on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, those are all at fateofison, or email fateofison at gmail.com. Or head to the Necropodicon Network Discord server to uh, just uh, have a chat with us about whatever. There's a link to that on our website, fateofison.com. Alrighty, see you later everyone. Uh, We'll have a new story coming up called The Plague Heart. See you then!